0: This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Fowler, and today we're going to look at the toll that the Secretary of State's office war against misinformation has taken, and what we can expect next in Georgia. It's Tuesday, and 5 million ballots are about to be counted for a third time in as many weeks. Law enforcement officials are protecting the Secretary of State and top election staff after death threats and a notably prominent group of Republicans, including the President and both U.S. Senators on the ballot in January, continue to attack the way Georgia's elections are run. Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has been in the headlines a lot lately, first as top Republicans called for him to resign, then last week as he unloaded on those criticisms.
1: What I tell the candidates that are running, you best get at it. Quit looking back and quit trying to talk about what the Secretary of State's doing. You better be worried about your own campaign, because this is going to be a tight competitive race.
0: The mild-mannered engineer spent several days lobbing bombshell after bombshell in interviews, announcing that Senator Lindsey Graham tried to pressure him into tossing legally cast absentee ballots, calling Representative Doug Collins a liar and a failed candidate, and suggesting President Trump's rhetoric about voting by mail could have cost him a victory in Georgia. We've also heard a lot in recent weeks from Gabriel Sterling, the state's voting system implementation manager, delivering press conferences filled with facts, debunking misinformation, and answering every single question the reporters had.
1: I apologize. You know, we're, we're all getting through these things. And yesterday, we only had like 15 of y'all. We got 85 today, so it's a lot more. But I'm, I will start over again once we get through that process, okay? In the meantime, you can be thinking of your really penetrating questions that you want to get to.
0: Sterling has been in the face of the post-election process in the Peach State, but at the end of the day, Brad Raffensperger's name is on the office. On Thursday, I finally sat down with a state's top election official to check in and see what he had to say about the chaos unfolding, hoping I would get my own bombshell. He didn't quite take the bait.
1: I'm not going to have any zingers. I just, I'm trying to think, was it, who was the one that said, uh, you know, uh, about hell and speaking the truth and all that was it Truman.
0: So the legend goes, during the 1948 presidential campaign, when a supporter yelled, give them hell, Harry, to Harry Truman, he responded, I don't give them hell, I just tell the truth about them, and they think it's hell. The truth, Rathvensberger said, is that Georgia conducted a free and fair election.
1: And so we had so much on our plate, we had COVID, we had new machines, And so from that standpoint, it was very successful. Now the challenge that we have, it was a very close election and one of the candidates uh, didn't expect to be 14,000 votes behind after all the absentee ballots uh, were counted. And we understand that because it had been reliably read for a long period of time. And so people are questioning what happened. But from looking from a system standpoint, uh, it was a successful election.
0: Raffensperger was speaking from his home office in quarantine where his wife was recovering from the coronavirus and where some people on the internet had posted his personal information with a literal target on his back. The president had attacked him, his own party turned against him, but through it all, Raffensperger said he had an inner peace that he was doing the right thing.
1: I love that saying that calm breeds calm and panic breeds panic. And we're just calmly going forward and doing our job. We wanna make sure that every vote is recorded correctly it's very important that we are precise in what we do and we want to continue that process and we will continue that process. We'll report the results and the results will be what they are. Uh, that's what we're called to do. We have the law and if this is a nation of laws then we follow the law and so uh, I'm a traditional re- Republican, uh, always have been, uh, and I'm just really a believer in following the law, obeying the rules and if we do that That's what we're tasked to do.
0: Another word he likes to use is integrity.
1: It's very important that there's the integrity in the uh, election process and there'll be integrity in our uh, our office. I believe that integrity still counts.
0: Raffensperger is a Republican. He supported President Trump and still does, even though he's been thrown under the bus and partially blamed for his loss.
1: For several years ago, I heard this message And it was, your path determines your destination. And I think what really happened is that many people in elected office never really took a look at where the laws are right now, where that would take us. And I've been talking about this. In 2016, President Trump was a Republican. The Senate was controlled by Republicans. And the House was controlled by Republicans. And we could have done some uh, major election reform that would really improve election integrity in this country.
0: We're not going to go into every single example of misinformation spread about Georgia's voting system. There has been much written about it, but know that there's no truth to the conspiracies about Venezuela or bribes from voting machine vendors, no evidence of widespread problems that could cloud the results, and no reservations from the top elections officials that things aren't correct. I don't know what their
1: motivations are. All I know is that in the day, the numbers will be the numbers and there'll be no refuting them. We've done an audit of the machines. Uh, we picked a randomized audit of the electri- electronic voting machines from Dominion uh, from six different counties to verify that these counties did not quote these machines did not quote flip votes. Uh, then we did 100% hand count for this audit so that we can knock down these rumors one at a time. It's really a big been a big rumor whack-a-mole, and that's where at the end of the day, the facts will, will you know win out because. Facts always win, and people can say what they want, but you can't argue with the cold, hard facts.
0: Except some people have tried. A growing number of Republicans believe the voting laws and system, both picked by Republicans, contributed to the president's defeat and should not be trusted. Raffensperger has bent over backwards to provide transparent updates on the election, including publishing results of the risk-limiting audit, encouraging counties to livestream their post-election processes, and answering dozens upon dozens of questions from the press daily.
1: What people need to understand is that we went back and did a retally of every single ballot that has been cast. The ballot is the official vote in the state of Georgia, and we've done a retally of that, and we look at what the machine is, and you're gonna see that the difference is so small. And if, if additional votes needed to go to one candidate because the county's made some errors, we're, we're applying that, that's part of the audit process to give you, the voter, additional confidence in these results. And these are the raw results. I've been saying, you know, Stephen, you've been following me for several months. I said that half of America would be happy and half of America would be sad with these results. And I will be disappointed when I put on my Republican hat But these will be the results. And it will be what it is just because that is the will of the Georgian voter. And some people question, how could that be? I live in this county and 85% of us vote this way. Well, guess what? In another county, 85% of the people vote in a different way. But these will be accurate and true results. And that's what we're called to do. I can't say it uh, any more calmly than that, uh, because I know that emotions have been spun up. And my job is just to report facts.
0: Still, in the days that followed our interview, reporting facts has been an uphill battle. Normal steps in the post-election process have been corrupted by the increasingly incredibly partisan nature of voting. Governor Brian Kemp, who himself served as Secretary of State for two terms, held a brief and bizarre press conference at the certification deadline Friday. Of the 505 words he spoke, only 11 of them actually mattered. State law now requires the governor's office to formalize the certification. That's legally the next step in the process and something that almost seemed to have been gotten buried by the rest of the press conference where he took no questions. Elsewhere, he said state elections officials should audit the signatures on absentee ballot envelopes and that Georgians are... Extremely concerned about this. So I encourage Secretary Raffensperger to consider addressing these concerns. It seems simple enough to conduct a sample audit of signatures on the absentee ballot envelopes and compare those to the signatures on applications and on file at the Secretary of State's office. But here's the thing every absentee ballot envelope signature was already compared by county elections workers before they allowed that vote to count. And the signatures on paper absentee applications were checked before ballots were sent out. For people who use the new online absentee ballot registration portal, they had to supply their driver's license number and address to match their identity. So now we have a recount where we're sending 5 million votes to be counted for a third time in as many weeks because the official margin between candidates is within a half percentage point called for in Georgia law. And echoing Governor Kemp's comments, both Senators Perdue and Leffler, plus the Executive Committee of the Georgia Republican Party, are now supporting the president's request for a recount and demanding the state conduct it differently than the law allows. They, too, want there to be an audit of the signatures, but that's not how it works, and it sets the stage for continued opposition to results that seem to be a driving force for the GOP's get-out-the-vote strategy in the Senate races. Still to come, contrary to the way the news has gone for the last few weeks, November's election was actually the smoothest in recent memory. We go behind the scenes to discuss why and what it means for the January runoff. I'm Stephen Fowler. This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. You can subscribe to our show at gpb.org battleground or anywhere you get podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our editor is Wayne Drash. Our intern is Eva Rothenberg. The show is mixed by Jesse Neiswanger. And the director of podcasting is Sean Powers. Thanks for listening.